Okay, let's get into this week's Parsha. Parsha's Re'eh, Tuf, Shin, Pei, Aleph. Uh, scheduling note, next week, I do not think there'll be a shear. It'll be my traveling week back to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, so Shoftin, there won't be a shear, but Be'ez Hashem will pick up with Kiseitse. Uh, and uh, Baruch Hashem, we're able to, uh, to get all the shear in through the summer. And let's get into Re'eh, which is also Shabbos Mevarchim of Elul. So all of these parshiyos over the next four weeks, as we know, uh, always have um, messages for us. Obviously, messages from every parsha have to do with tshuva and improvement, but uh, specifically Re'eh, as we will see. <coughs> and we'll have a thought about Elul at the end of this year, Be'ezus Hashem. Okay, so first thought for this week will... It's really a, uh, a medrash at the end of last week's parsha, but the Shemi Shmuel quotes it at the beginning of this week's parsha. It's one conversation that Moshe Rabbeinu was having, um, as we know, through the uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was having throughout the uh, Sefer Dvarim, and we have at the end of Parsha's Akev, looking back for a moment by uh, Maftir Kim Shamar Tishmarun as called Mitzvah Azos. If you keep this mitzvah that I command you, to follow in his ways. Many of these psukim, again, come up in Parshas Re'eh too. Hashem will drive out all the other nations, and everywhere where you go, you will be able to settle. Your awe will be among all of the people that uh, are in the land, and just what do you have to do? What do you have to do to earn that? To earn that uh, I put in front of you the choice. As we as we know. So the Medrash tells us on Shamor Tishmarun at the end of last week's parsha. But here you have it in Tafresh Ayin, the Shemi Shmuel. This week's parsha, Shamor Tishmarun Ma was kala mitzvah azos. What does it mean at the end of the parsha that you shall guard Shamor Tishmarun the whole mitzvah that I command you? Which mitzvah? Which mitzvah? Amr Levi zu Kriyashma. The mitzvah of Kriyashma, that's what's being referred to. Rabbanan Amri zu Hashabbos. Shishkula connected kolam mitzvah Shabbat Torah. Shabbos, which is shakul connected kolam mitzvahs. I don't think Chazal say that Kriyashma is connected kolam mitzvahs. It's one of the more basic mitzvahs, fundamental mitzvahs of Kabbalah Samalcha Shemayim, but it's not one of those that are shakul connected kolam Torah. As we mentioned, Revolbi Sefer Mitzvah Shkulos, where he has the um, mitzvahs that are all connected kol hatorah kula. So why though, ask the Shemi Shmuel, Kriyashma and Shabbos, what do those symbolize? Right, those two are put together here, again, a machlokas, but maybe the Yiddish have a message for us. Why is it that those two are uh, singled out? For you shall really guard Shamar Tishbruin. Says the Shemi Shmuel, Hine Kriyashma, he kabbalos amachos shamayim bi'ahava. Kriyashma is makabal macha shamayim. With love. Vitzricha kavana salev, and we need total kavana of the heart. Vahainu shemesalik et atzmo mikol inyane olamazeh. We remove ourselves from the entire world. The chemdas shashua vrakladavik et atzmo ba'avaz hashem yismarach. What is, uh, Kriyashma? Removing ourselves from the world and just putting ourselves in the hand of Hashem, be makabal o machl shemayim. Ube'em ezu klala Torah. Ki kol mitzvah Torah hein eitzos meirachok. And really, this is a klal. All the mitzvahs are eitzos meirachok. Right? He's quoting that from the Rambam at the end of Hilchos Me'il or Tmura. I forgot which one. Eitzos meirachok. L'dabeket atzmo l'shamayim. Kamo shikazav ha-zohar taryag mitzvah sein taryag itin da'oraisa. Like the Zohar says, the six to thirteen are thirteen ways of getting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hanusha kohu eitza lavo el ha-tachlis. It's all ways to get to the goal of ha-tachlis hi the, the The goal is to be connected up above. Vizu dveikus mimata lamala. And it's the dveikus from below to above, meaning we rise up and we go, so to speak, to the realm of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that is Right, one aspect of all mitzvahs, zua mitzvah, but kriyashma is the embodiment of the message, but it's really all mitzvahs are meant to bring us up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I might add, that is why our minog is to cover our eyes when we say kriyashma, as if to take ourselves out of the realm of the world that we are in, but makabel o machus shamayim, or makabel the ol of shamayim. That's one type of model. V'chad Omar, and the other type of model, Zu Shabbos. Zu Shabbos, what Shabbos? Shabbos, Shabbos is fixed. Shabbos is here. And Shabbos is somewhat the opposite 
of the goal. Vakadusha ba milamala lamata. The kedusha goes from above to below. It's not that we're supposed to go up and be in the realm of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but we're supposed to bring Hakadosh Baruch Hu down to our realm. The Adam Tzarek Lishtadel Rakshi a kli muchshel kabel. We just have to make our ourselves a kli kibul, a receptacle in order to receive the kedusha, right? Like a Shabbos table, right? Kriyashma, I'm just closing my eyes. I'm not here. Shabbos table. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by food and family and drink. That's bringing Hakadosh Baruch Hu down. kulan. This is another klal. Hashem. I have to make myself roi for Shem Hashem. Shamar. That's the Madrash. That's the Shamar Tishmeru and the two Shmiras that we need. Kriyashma and Shabbos. The two ways that we connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu through Mitzvos. To bring Kedusha from above to below, that's Shabbos. That's the Machlokas between Rabbi Levi and the Rabbanim. Up above. The Rabbanan hold that the Iker Tachlis is what's given from Shemayim to be brought down, um, to, to, not to, to go up to the world and, and, and gain, uh, what, how we are connected in Shemayim. So that's a beautiful thought to start off. Kriyashma, Shabbos, that's the Machlokas, but we obviously could take the messages of both, that mitzvahs are there to bring us up and to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu down. So that's end of Akev, beginning of her A. Now we get back to the beginning of her A. And the topic that we probably talk about each year, but we can't talk enough about it. It's one of the Animamins, it's one of the Yesodos Emuna, and that's what that's uh, reflected in the first Pasik. Re'ei Anochi Lefechem Ayom, Bracha Uklala. I put Bracha and Klala in front of you. What is Akash Baruch Hu saying? Two words, Bechira Chavshis. And that's what Rabin Bachai discusses here in the beginning of the Parsha. Again, all the Rishonim discuss it, but it's such a Yisod Gadol. Every stage of our lives, we have to keep emphasizing this and re-emphasizing that what happened yesterday does not determine what I'm going to do today. If I was unsuccessful yesterday in a certain area of Avodah Hashem, if I didn't daven properly Shacharis, that doesn't mean by Mincha I'm not going to have perfect Kavana. And if I had perfect Kavana by Mincha, it doesn't mean that it's going to flow into Myrif. Right? It's every single opportunity in front of me, there is a new stage and I have to recognize that if I want to fulfill it, I need to focus and re- and uh, realize Bechir Chavshas. Says Rebbe Bachai, Amar Re'ei Balashen Yachar V'Levneichem Balashen Rabim Kimoshi Daber Im Hakol Im Yechidim V'Im Ha'amon. Moshe is talking to everyone but he's talking to each individual as well. Lefi Shehabracha so he says, both Midas Hadin could be the Yachin, Midas Harachimim is, uh, is the Klal, but let's continue to where, uh, I want to focus on. He named his buyer, Bopasak Zeh, Line The choice of actions in life is in the hand of a person. He gets to choose, obviously quoting based on the Rambam as well, in Ilchas Shuvah. Everything is Tali. Right? We're not weighted. Again, it might be harder to do things once we're used to certain behaviors. Right? The Gemara in Mesachas Yuma, So it's harder once we're used to certain behaviors, but it doesn't mean that we can't change. And that's what we have to start thinking about as we have our Shodesh Elo coming up. Or not that their heart should be Liyira. Hashem doesn't tell you. He doesn't force you. If Hashem was Gozer, or there was something inherent in a person's genetic makeup, to one of the drachim, good or bad. How can Hashem give us a mitzvah to do something if we're already waited to do it? If it we're already waited to do it, then what's the point of being mitzvah to do it? We're going to do it anyway. And if we're not waited to do it, it's not fair. Because we have a nature not to do it. 
So I, I mean, he's not saying that we don't have certain personality traits. That's for sure. The Gemara, the end of Masech Shambas. if you're born under this and you're born under that, this constellation, that constellation, there are personality traits. Some people are more laid back. Some people are uh, more uh, uptight. Some people are, are um, givers. Some people are, are uh, you know, not such givers. But again, everything, everybody has personality traits. But that doesn't mean Santik in Russia. That's not decided. And that's what um, Rabbi, 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 Rabbi Bachai says. Kiva shehu bitchilas biryaso kvar nigzer alav. O toldaso tim shachel lo davar sheyef shalazuz bimena. Right, if we're already supposed to do it or not supposed to do it. Uma makam hayel akolatur akula lihipar min arasho l'shalim l'sadik sarchatov. What's the whole purpose of of scharva onish? If we if I believe that there's a purpose in the world and Hakadosh Baruch Hu has plans for me, but if I'm supposed to do it anyway, so then how is it? Uh, What's the port? And this is a great yesod in our emuna, which is the basis of our life. And that's why, towards the beginning and towards the end of the Torah, we have this yesod graphically related. Where do we have it at the beginning? By Adam Arishon it says, All the way at the beginning of the, of the, of the Torah. By Adam Arishon, right? Das, Tovara, we have the Yisod. Biuro, what does that mean? Now he quotes from the Rambam also. Min ha'adam haya yechidi ba'olam. Man is unique amongst all of the creations of the world. And there's no other creature or being like man. Above or below. Shari ha'elyonim sichliyim. When it comes to the upper spheres, the angels and the sun and the moon, the Raman talks about that in the Hilchus Torah as well, they don't have any Bechira. They are naturally connected and serving to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and singing Shira to him. Also the lower spheres. One might say the animals, right? They just do their thing. They have instinct. Right, as we know from uh, Perak Shira, the Kolech of Echad Hechrechi Pekilus, and each one of them is forced, so to speak, in their praise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. V'zeha Hechrechi B'Seichel, V'zeha Hechrechi B'Teva. Ein LeEchad Mehemonei. Fascinating line. The angels are Muchrech and the animals are Muchrech, all from different Mechayvim, so to speak. This one is through some type of Seichel, and this one through nature. Right, the animals don't have that same Seichel, but the Rama mentions in Ilchot Yisodia Torah that the sun and the moon and the stars, they all have some type of Seichel, and that's what he says, Yitzarim Bedaas Bevinu Uvahaskel. That's going on the Nivroim, and not on the Borei, what we say in the, uh, in the Shabbos morning. Aval Ha'adam, man is the only one who Meshutaf Mehem Umurkav Mishnehem. Men is the only one that has a seichel element and a teva element. Men asichliyim mitzad ha-nefesh, umin ha-artsiyim mitzad ha-teva. Right, from above and from below, as many sources say, we have the angelic side of us and the animalistic side of us. The, the nefesh and the teva. Ve'einenu hechrechi ki imritzoni. But there's nothing because of this duality, because of the composite. Therefore, we are the only ones that have this choice to make. That's the first pasuk in the parsha. Sharishustin sunabi ado lahavil of onesh v'schar habracha v'aklala b'chasimasa, and that's why the bracha and the klala is um, there for us to take. Who should timsa besof divrei Moshe? And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says. Re'ed nasadu lefanecha hayom. This is the end of the Torah. We had it at the beginning of the Torah, now towards the end of the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu lays it out for us. As a chayim as a tov. That is what Rabbeinu Bachai tells us about the first Pasuk in the Parsha. And then he quotes, of course, the famous words of the Rambam in Hilchos Tshuva. It's important that I mentioned in the past that those of Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein, as Colonel Rachel once pointed out, that the Rambam's Bechira, the two Prakham Bechira, are in the middle of Hilchos Tshuva. Why are they in the middle of Hilchas Shuvah and not the beginning of Hilchas Shuvah? You would think, the beginning of Hilchas Shuvah, that's the basis for, uh, Bechir Chavshis is the basis for, uh, for doing Shuvah. So how is it that the, the Raman puts Anyani Bechir Chavshis in the middle of Hilchas Shuvah? So explain to Rabbi Bernstein to teach us that even if I, if I made a wrong decision earlier, that doesn't mean I'm set. In the middle of Hilchas Shuvah, I'm already, right, uh, have, you know, some negative past, but I can still do Shuvah any day. 
wake up any day, and that Bechir Chavshis continues throughout my life. And then he quotes here now, at the end, because of the Rambam, V'al titame heich omer, kol asher chavet asher, kol asher chavet Hashem, asa b'ashem v'aret, b'vadeh shakol b'chefso yaseh, avisha ma'asinu mesurim lanu. Right? So he said, how could it be? HaKadosh Baruch Hu created everything. But no, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created that man has Rishus. Right, he himself makes the choices based on his own das. And therefore, uh, says the Rambam here quoted in Rabbeinu Bachai, it's, um, it's, how does it work with the Kaddish Baruch Hu's foreknowledge? That's a question that's not for now. But the Ramam says, And that's the concept of Sechar Onesh. Uh, that's even Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Albo in the Sefer Yikarib has three Yisodos HaEmunah, unlike 13 of the Rambam, but one of them is Sechar Onesh. Torah Menashemayim, Sechar Onesh is, uh, is a second one, and that's based on Bechira so that's the first pasuk in the parsha. The first word, re'ei. We have to open up our eyes and see bracha and klala in front of us. Okay, moving right along in the same pasuk, same pasuk, but another thought from Rav Moshe Feinstein. So again, Rav Moshe though points out the um, aspects that Chazal already pick up on, and that is, it says es bracha asher tishmu, the bracha that you shall listen. El mitzvah Hashem alokechem doesn't say. If you listen, you'll get the bracha. It says the words, Es bracha asher tishmu. What is that? What is that telling us? It seems like there's a word missing in the text. It seems like the bracha that you listen. It should be, if you listen, you'll get the bracha, like the second half. The aklalim lo tishmu. So it says her Moshe, it's source number three. Venere dahapirishu. Shacharishin in the Torah, once the Torah has been given. Says Rev Moshe, hare tisponein be'elu shishomrim atorah mitzvah Look around. Look around at the people who keep mitzvahs, Torah and mitzvahs. Look around at people who don't keep Torah and mitzvahs throughout the world. Look around. Who are the people who are most satisfied, who have the greatest uh, happy index, right, in the world? Who are they? The people who have the most what? People have the most stuff, people have the most assets, the people who have the biggest houses, or the people that have a the greatest bracha in the world is life itself. Life itself with the ability to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to do mitzvahs, to learn Torah. That's the greatest bracha in the world. Right? That's what they once said. If somebody, uh, the greatest bracha that we could have is if the... Uh, somebody could say, even if I win, win the lottery and I win five million, five million dollars, I wouldn't change much from my house, from my life. I would change this here and there, buy an extra this and do a little construction here. But basically what I do in life, I would continue doing. That's a reflection that what they're doing in life is meaningful to them and beneficial and connecting to their inner essence. And they feel that they're accomplishing the most being what they're doing. The bracha itself is life. That we benefit from everything Hashem has given us. And those who are not shomer is klala. Whatever I have, I need and I want more. Because if it's all about stuff, it's all about uh, assets, then there's never enough. There's always something that someone else has that I don't have. And there's always more that I could yearn for. While they think that they, they through their own strength, they gained what they uh, have. So if it's through the strength of their own strength, so then if I could work more, I could get more. If I recognize it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided to give me? So if I think it's all about me, so then it's difficult because I think that I could have gotten more. I guess Ramosha used to write machines in the Negris Moshe and here he wrote car. If I'm missing something. So Ramosha says, that's what the Pazik is telling us. I'm giving you bracha and klala, I'm giving you. 
You just live a life of Torah mitzvos. To recognize, right? To recognize what it's all about, what life is about. It's not a condition. You don't have to say it's im. No, that itself is the greatest bracha in the world when we can live a meaningful life filled with serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And again, this time of year, we always have to reevaluate, no matter what stage of life we're at, to reevaluate what uh, what's important to us in life and what we're accomplishing in life and what our goals are in life and what the real bracha is. The bracha is Asher Tishmu. Fa Imlo tishmu. And the klala itself is the not listening. Imlo tishmu. The second half is, uh, is mentioned as a tanai. Hashem doesn't want that second half fulfilled. He says, The other half, Imlo. Hashem doesn't want that. So he puts an im there. Because he'd rather it not uh, take place. And he continues, That's for Moshe. We have to recognize what the real... Um, a message is for for uh, for us. What exactly is the definition of bracha? What the definition is of of uh, of klala? And Ramosha has a second shot where he gets into the other question that's asked about this uh, pasuk, and that is the switch from lashon yachid to lashon rabim. Re'e See that I'm putting in front of you bracha and and klala. Why the switch from re'e to lifnechem? So it says Ramosha. Oh, near Lomar. Badanaka re'e lashen yachid lefnechem lashen rabim. The kavano Lomar. This is a tzibur halacha. Lashen rabim. The hainu shaklal yihi arov tzadikim otasiyeh bracha ba'olam. Excuse me. Says Rav Moshe that if the klal, if the world is zoche, then often even those who are not zoche are nechlal in. That's the koach of the tzibur, the koach of the rabim. If there's rov tzadikim, if the world is deserving, then there's bracha la'olam. Shafi she'ino roi lebracha misadatsu yisparach. Recognize, re'e, that every yachid is really part of the klal, mm-hmm. and therefore every yachid should be worried about and try to be mashpia on the klal. Yachid and the tzibur. So that's for Moshe. Re'e lifnechem. And if the klal is deserving, then I'm going to be nechlal in the bracha even if I personally am not deserving. Berachman al-Sam, the opposite too. Vim lo tishmu shalashen ruhu lashen rabim, but yechaz v'shalam haklala, az af mi shezaka yebechala onesh. Sometimes if the world is deserving of an onesh, then even the um, tzadikim in the door are going to have to suffer. V'hu kasher dibarti alba asafa d'ganecha, sh'ari be'enos v'rosan shalmakom, Ramosha alludes to what he said before. So these are the two thoughts of Ramosha. Um, again, number one, recognizing what the bracha is, and number two, the effect of Lashon and and uh, and Rab. Okay, we have a lot on this first Pasuk this year. We'll get to other Pesukim as well, but uh, let's continue going uh, with the first Pasuk. So the Pasuk says, again, Re'e Klala. Uh, again, we we spoke about you know maybe just uh, just to 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 remind uh, to remind everyone the Svarno also doesn't talk about bechir just he just talks about the two extremes of the situation of the Jew. I didn't give it to you this year, but remember the Svarno re'e vahabita shelo yehei in yancha al ofan benoni kamoshu aminag barov bracha and klala. Right, Ramosha says bracha is the greatest, living a life of Torah and mitzvahs. But the Svarno says that also recognize that there's no there's no middle ground in avodas Hashem. There's no middle ground for the uh, uh, for Am Yisrael. There's bracha and klala. Vem shneak savos ki abracha hi atzlacha yoser menamaspik al tzara yoser tov vaklala hi meira mechaseres shelo yusaga maspik. You could have the greatest bracha and the worst klala. But again, the Sfarno has said, we mentioned that in past years, that there is no middle ground in this regard. And therefore, if somebody's an Ovid Hashem, that's the ultimate bracha. And if somebody's not, not an Ovid Hashem, then they're not connected to the divine and to the infinite. And that's the ultimate, the ultimate klala. So, so far we spoke about the word re'eh, we spoke about lefnechem. Let's focus on the word hayom a little bit. Let's focus on the word hayom. So it quotes here from the Imri Fi from in the Sefer Tov Apninim, uh, um, Likut, contemporary Likut, Yesh Lahavin. Maba Hamila Hayom Lolam Deinu. Right, what is the extra word Hayom? I'm putting in front of you Brachan Klala, what's the extra word Hayom? So he quotes from the Dubna Magid, the Dubna Magid. 
Says the Duna Magid, a mashal limeha yechana shachodesh elo liyomadin. For a mashal for us to get ready, chodesh elo is coming. Re'e is always Shabbos mavarchim or Rosh Chodesh for chodesh elo. So here we go. So the Duna gives a mashal for what are we in this month? How should we behave in this month? There's a storekeeper that was having a difficult time. He was in a financial straits. He needed a loan, quick loan, a very large loan, so he could keep going. So he wouldn't falter under the difficult financial strain. He goes and makes an appointment. He goes to see the Gvir of the city in order to be able to gain a loan. One of the servants answered, He looked at him and he said, Who are you? When he saw his face, his, his sad face and his worn out clothing, he thought he needed help. He gave him, he gave him some money at the door. He said, No, 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 that's not what I need. I need to speak to the Balabais. He's very busy. Uh, could you come back another time? and talk right now. When he says, when should I come back? He says, come back in the afternoon. And when he came back in the Tzarayim, he's still busy. He stayed there. He says, he says he's got to go out of his house at some point. So I'm going to stay by the door back and forth to try to see when he goes out. When he goes out to Mincha, I'll ask him. When the Gvir looked out the window and he saw he doesn't leave, back and forth, he's pacing. He sees his face is so worried and under pressure and anxious. He calls down to his uh, to his butler and he says, "Let him in." I see, I see. He can't uh, he can't move on. He pours out his heart to the to the uh, Please save me. I need a loan. Please help me so I can continue. When the gvir um, saw this. Um, actions. Makira Nikoso Adam Yashar. I see he's an Adam Yashar, and he brought a star with Aravim. He, uh, he saw he has co-signers. Because Lavos Yeshli says I have money to lend, so I'm going to do the mitzvah. That's what he does. He gives him the loan. Fine. He gives him the big loan. When the Gvir went to Mincha the afternoon, he met with somebody on the road. He meets somebody. He says, "Oh, I happen to meet you on the road. Wow, what a coincidence." Could I? Could you please lend me a couple thousand? Because I, I, I really need it. He's, he's, he ignores him. He brings up uh, other things. So all of a sudden, someone asks him, "What's the difference between the man who was outside, who you gave a loan a couple minutes ago in your house, and here, and here not? Here you're not giving the loan." The Gvir says, "They have those pashut." I saw the first guy didn't stop. The first guy kept knocking and banging, and he was anxious, and he didn't leave. He didn't leave my house. He kept knocking and worried. He was waiting for me. And he prepared for it, and he brought co-signers. He did whatever he could in order to get the loan. I realized that he really, really needs it, and that's why I gave it to him. But this guy, what did he do? He happened to meet me on the road. He didn't prepare for it. He just wants the loan. He didn't try to set up a meeting with me. He didn't come. He just uh, happened to see me. So it can't be that it's so nachutz to him that he would need the he would need the loan. That's the mashal. What's the nimshal, and then how we get it back to the pasuk? So says the Magid, That's is ready to give a loan, to give a loan of Slich and Mechila and Kapara. The question is, are we not hard? Do we show that we really want it? Do we show that we're really interested in it, that we need it, that we at the door, are we pacing back and forth? Or do we happen to meet a Kaddish Baruch and Rosh Hashanah and say, hey, how about some Slich and Mechila? 
No, we have to be prepared for it. We have to be like that first person, right? If we want to get the get the loan. We're nervous. We need it. And we have defense attorneys. We've done extra mitzvos. Okay, I see you're serious about it, and therefore. I need to forgive you and I'll give you slich and mechila. Avamisha lois konin bechodesh elul. If somebody does not prepare, v'libole d'even ve'elo sanigorim. He didn't prepare. He didn't meet. V'loboli yomadin rak mipnei shalafi aluach higia yomze. Oh, it's Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to go into shul. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Ech yachalul lekavos she is chashvuito v'yiskoso b'mishpat. How could he hope that a kadosh baruch hu is going to help him out? That's the dubna magen. So here, the imrefi puts that on the this word. In the first pasuk of the of the parsha, parshas re'ei tamid shabbos mevarachim chodesh elul v'zeu shapasuk omer re'ei anochi no sein lefnechem hayom hayom what's hayom chodesh elul shabbos mevarachim put it do it today I put it today in front of you bracha and klala klomar hashana abalin latova bracha vaklala shaba tilafiach no seinu bechodesh hazeh as much as we prepare in this in this month. The more that we could do in that area, we can hope more. We have to hope for that. Um, the more we do, who has to see us outside the door. We have to be like that person that's pacing, that's anxious. Can't be that he's just going to meet us. Oh, nice to have you. No, no, no. We have to make sure that we have that attitude of ani number one and not ani number two. Okay. Uh, moving right along. Says the Pasik now. Now we get to past the first Pasik. We spent a half an hour on the first Pasik. So now we're going to continue, uh, a little bit later. Moshe Rabbeinu again is talking as, uh, as we know, go, go, to go into Eretz Yisrael, and he talks about in Parakid Bays that we have to destroy all of the Makomos of, of Avodazara, destroy the Matsevos and the Asherim Tisrafon Ba'esh, Losazak and Lashem Alkechem, do not destroy anything from Agadish Baruchu, Kim El Amakom, to the place that I would choose from all of your Shvatim. As we know, Yerushalayim is not mentioned by name in the entire Torah. Yoshua Perakyud is the first time the name Yerushalayim is mentioned, but it's alluded to. You go to the place, to that place you shall seek out, and that's where you should bring your Karbanas, you should eat there, eat the karbanos there. Don't do like what you're doing today. Because then there'll be rules of the Beis HaMikdash. When are you supposed to do that? When are we supposed to start building? You shall cross the Yardin. And you shall sit in the land. That Hashem is going to give you. Hashem will give you rest from all of your enemies. And you will sit with security. Then, in the place that Hashem has chosen, there you will bring all of the karbanos that I command you. You will bring it there um, once do you uh, have that uh, minucha? So again, the Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf, uh, Daf uh, Chaf tells us that there are three mitzvahs that we are going to have to do when we go into Eretz Yisrael. You have a quote there in the beginning of source number five. The three mitzvahs are Tanya Amr Yosi, Gimel Mitzvos Nistavul Yisrael, Bekinisas and Laaretz. When we go into Eretz Yisrael, either when we go in originally the first time, or the second time, or even Beth Hashem the third time, as we have started going in Baruch Hashem over the past number of years, over the past uh, 150 years, right? What is the? There are three mitzvahs that we have to do. We have to appoint a king, and we have to wipe out Amalek, and we have to build a base of Mikdash. And the Gemara says in that order. In that order. So appointing a king, Rav Shachter writes in his Sefer, uh, appointing a king is not just a king, but at least a partial mixas, a fulfillment of that is setting up a Jewish government. So that's Baruch Hashem, what we have been able to do. But then, before we build the base of Migdash, we have to have Menucha. Menucha from Amalek, which Rahman al-Islam, we have not been Zochet to yet. And that's based on this Pasuk. Right, Hashem will give you Menucha, Vishaftim, Betach, you will sit with security. And then, that's when you can have a base of Migdash. That's what the Gemara says that it has to be in that 
order. You can't build a base Amigdash without why begat Amalek. Explains Rav Nissan Alpert here in the Limudi Nisan in source five. Vatam Pashut. Why is it so crucial? It's not just crucial because of the physical dangers, which Amalek, uh, is. Right? Amalek, as Rav Chaim Salvechik is quoted as saying, um, there's, there's halo- biological Amalek and halachic Amalek. So biological Amalek, maybe Amalek's not around anymore. Right? Right? The, the Sancher was Mavalba Kala Umos and and Amalek is not around anymore. But Halachic Amalek is Chayvikayim. Halachic Amalek is, is still strong, uh, Rachman al-Islan. What's Halachic Amalek? Any nation that has as part of its charter to destroy the Jewish people, to destroy Judaism. Uh, so that's, that's part of, that's, uh, to, to remove HaKadosh Baruch Hu from the equation in the world. That's based on the Pasuk at the end of B'Shalach. And that's what the Limudi Nisan says. Va'atam pashut, ki yad al-kais ka al-Hashem ba'amalik midor Every generation since Amalek came onto the scene, we have been suffering from Amalek. Ki ein shmo shalem ve'ein kiso shalem ha'shimach ha'zecher Amalek. Hashem's name can't be complete. And to have Ashura ha'shchina can't be until Amalek is fully uh, wiped out. Ulefichach, mechias zaro shal Amalek kodim lebinyan beis ha'migdash. And that's why the wiping out of Amalek has to be before the binyan beis ha'migdash. Kedeshi ei kiso shalem. Hashem's kise cannot be complete. Meaning, his Hashura ha'shchina be full until... Amalek is wiped out. As the Pazik says, And therefore, the whole purpose of a Beis HaMikdash is to have a Kaddish Baruch Hu presence, his Hashras HaShchina in full. If we wouldn't be able to have the Hashras HaShchina in full, then the whole purpose of the Mikdash would be faulty. So why would we build a Beis HaMikdash? It would just be We want a temple, we want a leader. So that's... That's a problem. That's not what we want. But that's what happened. I remember the days of Shmuel. Shmuel got very angry. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu got very angry. Why? B'nai Yisrael are asking uh, for a king already. Why? Because a king wipes out Amalek and builds the base of Mikdash. And if that's not going to be uh, achieve the result that it's supposed to achieve, so then there's no purpose of doing it. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Osi Ma'asu Hainu Live no space on Migdash, right? They should have asked for a king to build the base on Migdash. And they asked too early. Building a base on Migdash without having full Ashras Ashkina, without having a Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence uh, that is that is shown to the whole world, and the whole purpose of the base of Migdash is faulty. What do you want a base of Migdash for? To have a to have a temple, to have a place to uh, to serve. But if a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Shechina cannot rest there, uh, meaning Amalek is still in the in the is still relevant and is still affecting both the physical state of Am Yisrael and the spiritual state of Am Yisrael, as we know, Amalek Suffolk, uh the anti Hashgacha nation, so then there's no purpose to having the base of Migdash. And that's why the Gemara says it has to be in that order. Number one, appointing a king. Number two, wiping out Amalek. And only then, only then building the base of Migdash, which is what we daven for uh, so much. So again, we're not there yet. We're not ready to build the base of Migdash, right? We're still waiting for Amalek to be removed. Both the physical Amalek, both the Amalek of of uh, destroying the Jewish people and also Amalek of destroying the Jewish nation, what we believe in, and that is why the Gemara says, based on the Psukim in this week's Parsha, it has to be in that order, and why HaKadosh Baruch Hu and L'Hadol Shmuel Navi were so upset, because that asking for a king at that point, when Amalek was still Chai Vekayam, uh, obviously they're asking for the wrong reasons. They're not asking for Hashras Hashchina, but they're asking for Kachala Goyim, Hashar Svivotav, like the Psukim say there in Sefer Shmuel. Okay, moving right along, we come to a another mitzvah, which uh, is is a mitzvah that comes up often. Comes up often. If you look in Parak Yud Gimel, Parak Yud Gimel Pasuk Hay, the Pasuk says later on in the uh, in the Pasuk, Yakum Bekerbecha Navi Ocholim Chalom. If a Navi comes and says uh, a false Navi, a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, do not listen to the Navi. He's just trying to test you. Menasa Hashem Alkechem Eschem. And what does the Pasuk say in Pasuk Hei? Hashem Elokeichem Telechu. Vo'oso tiro. Follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Vo'oso tiro. And he you shall fear. Vets misvosav tishmoru. Uvakolo tishmo. Right? And follow his mitzvos and keep his, uh, right? Follow his voice. Vo'oso savodu vo'osipakun. That's what you have to do. But follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the mitzvah of Bahalachta 
Bidrachav. Following Akadish Baruch Hu, being like Akadish Baruch Hu. And this is, distu- this is discussed by the Chavetz Chaim at length in his Hakdama to, to Sefer Avas to Avas Chesed, where he discusses there, uh, that there are a number of times that the, uh, Hakadish Baruch Hu tells us, uh, to follow in his, in his path. The Chavetz Chaim starts off here in in uh, in Ahavas Chesed, Fitzivam Lo Leches. Again, Ahavas Chesed. So much of it is is uh, about giving loans and all about uh, obviously Mitzvah Benadam Lachavero. You know, let's start off with the beginning. Yispa, beginning of the Sagdam in source number seven. Yisbara Hatova Hametiv Hamischased Im Kol Bruav. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate doing good and giving good. His chesed is forever. And even more than any other, because he chose us. He told us to follow in the path. Last week's parsha, lalechas v'chol derachav, rachum v'chanun v'chulu. And then line eleven. And not one time did HaKadosh Baruch Hu command us about following in his ways. Eight times, and he quotes the eight times in the Torah where HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands us in some form to follow in his ways, including in our passage, right? As Mitzvot of Shamar, as, as, here it is in Pasuk Hay. Uh, You'd give him go after Hashem. What do you mean go after Hashem? Copy Hashem. And that's the Chavetz Chaim here. He quotes, again, interesting, the Chavetz Chaim never quotes Prakim. Again, the Prakim come from non Jewish sources. So he'll quote the Aliyah and the Pasik. Obviously, the Pasik reflects Prakim, but uh, that's what he does. Be'ekev, Parsha Aleph, Pasik Vav, Ubechamishi, Pasik Yerbeis, Ubeshvi, Pasik Chavez, Urei, Parsha Shlishi, and he continues. And the Torah is full, besides the specific, the explicit um, commands for this, but this is what the Torah is full of. The Torah is full of following HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we connect to Hashem? How do we follow after HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So, the Chazal tell us to follow in His ways, and that's what the entire Sefer of Avas Chesed is about for the for the Chavetz Chaim. He doesn't emphasize that it's eight. Why is it eight? Maybe eight times it's said in the Torah because that's Lamalam and Ateva that takes us above, um, you know, to be like a Kaddish Baruch Hu in that way. Though Chazal have specific examples of a Halach to Bedrachov, right, the Gemara and Shabbos and Sota, Rachum Bachanon in terms of Midos and the four actions, Mahu Hil Bisharumim, but just like he was clothed the naked by Adam and Chava, and just like he was Mavakar Chola by Abraham, and just like he was Kovar Mesim by Moshe, and just like he was Menachem Avelim by, uh, by Yitzchak, even the Chazal have those where Salvechik often in his writings and in his rushes expanded upon this that in many other ways as well. If you look in Nefesh Harav, Rav Shechter has a whole chapter called the Mitzvahs Vahalachta Bidrachav, where he expands about many times where Salvechik discussed this, that we have to be, number one, the first one he gives is, we have to be unique. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad. He quotes that there are those that, that held that you shouldn't say the pismon of Echad Miodea. Because Echad Miodea sounds like one is Hashem. One is Hashem in the same way as two is two and three is three and four. So one, no. But Echad doesn't mean one. It means unique. Vishonim mikol davar acher olam. And that's different than uh, a quantitative jump. Obviously, it's not, we, we don't have any words to even say qualitative. And that's what Rav Salvechik says, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is unique, man has a chiv to be unique. Every person is, is nivra. I should have put this on the sheet, but I didn't, but this is Rav Shechter in, in uh, page Samach. In the Nefesh Arav. Lefichach, mechuyev kolecha lefateach es kishron osav, hamiyuchados asher lo. A person has a chiv to develop their own unique capabilities. Velios miyuchad, and to be unique. And that is, uh, the chiv that is included. And that's why he also says, mahuafata in terms of creation. Just like Gadish Baruch Hu created the world, so that we have to create in our, in our lives. We have to try to do our best. And maybe that's even the pshat of the medrash. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu created worlds and destroyed worlds and created worlds. What does that mean? We have to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that even if something... HaKadosh Baruch Hu just did it to show us, so to speak. But just like there's some things that don't work. 
but we build after destruction. So too we have to build, and we have to keep building, and, and following God is Baruchu. Mahu malami toralamo Yisrael, af anu, we have to try to be malami toralamo Yisrael. Again, that's the whole, um, uh, chapter, and much of what he discusses in this, um, in many of his, many of his writings. That's Bahalachta, uh, Bidracha. Of course, has about, um, yeah, I'm not going to give other examples now, but if you look here, um, he talks about it uh, at length in this in this discussion. Okay, just one final thought. Again, this year will be a little shorter than uh, than usual. One final thought. Uh, actually, you no. Know let's just finish first the um, source number nine, the end of the Avas Chesed. Being like a Kaddish Baruch Hu and being a total giver is difficult for sometimes for people. Says the Chavetz Chaim. A mitzad, they don't know exactly what to do. They don't understand the the mitzvah chesed. Mitzad miut yediyah be'etzem inyana shenem yodim prati hanyanim alma munach shem midazuki be'emes midas chesed kolo betocha kama v'kama suka. They don't realize what's included in chesed. Meaning they don't understand the mitzvah itself. And number two, they don't understand the significance of the mitzvah. Shenis mitzad shenem yodim as godel mahusa. Kamihi poelis besatsumos uza ala adam, what it does to a person, not just to give, but to become a giver. Haochizba, umachzika lehetiv atzmo becholin yano. Bain be mechayev olamazeh, bain lolamaba. We take it in the, this world and the next world. Bain li nasal al yadam yomadina gadol. Well, we're saved from the, from the great din. And therefore, we have to realize A, what it's about, and B, the significance of it. And therefore, he says, that's why I'm writing this book called Ahavas Chesed. Okay, one final thought related to Elul. And that's from Avgadalia Shor, here in the Argadalia, um, related to Elul. And we have to realize, his, his basic thesis is, we just have to realize the unique time period that this month is. Because it started a long time ago, and Maisa Avos Simen Labanim, you might say, the groundwork was already laid uh, in history, earlier in history, for the... Um, Nature and the possibility and the potential of these days. Chodesh Elul Nikra Yemei Ratzon Ukemosha Amru Marishon and Baratzon Avachron and Baratzon. Remember the 120 days Moshe Rabbeinu was on Har Sinai. First 40 and then the Luchos broke. The second 40 getting uh, forgiveness and the last 40 being Merutze Lachadish Baruchu and gaining the Luchos Shnios. Kibenei Yisrael Hayu Az Berom Hamadreka Ani Amarti Elokim Atem Ovenel Yom Kolchem Vakol Hayevim Matana. Milamala. Vakadesh Baruch Hu Nasalam Nisayon Shivaru Lahem Shem Ruuyim Lamatana Kazu. Kadesh Baruch Hu wanted them to be roi for this. Venisa Osam Bacheta Egal Hashem tested them. And Kadesh Baruch and we fell. But then afterwards we came back to the original love. We needed to do tshuva. We needed to come back. We needed to yearn. What were these, what were these days about? We already were forgiven by Rosh Chodesh Elul. So what was the next 40 days? To be Zochet, to the first Luchos. What did we do during those 40 days? It has to be that we did Shuva like crazy. We went above and beyond to try to get back. And we were Zochet to get back to that original state. That's what happened. That's what the Dora Midbar did. And that's what they created in the, these days. They, they paved the way for all future generations. That people, generations will have the power to come back. That's what Elul's about. It's about, even if we've maybe done some tshuva somewhat to remove the chait, but to get back to the original state, to be zoked to another set of luchos, that's what happened in the first um, in the first time in history, the first Elul, the first Elul. Kamoshamar Chazal, like Chazal say in Avodah Zorah Davdal, Lohayu Yisrael Ruuyim Lo Somaisa, Elkni Lahoros Tshuva L'Rabim. What does that story teach us? He teaches us the power of Tshuva. Ein Apir Shachar Shbrachu Echshilam Bechitzeh. It doesn't mean that Hakar Shbrachu made them sin. No, they sinned, but it means that Hakar Shbrachu gave them the Siyata Deshmaya to come back. 
כדי להורס תשובה לרבים, בכדי לחדש דרך העבודה של תשובה. שאף מי שחטא ביכולתו לסכן אחי, that's what we learned from this month. ובכל כל אדם לאורר הרצון הזה של אלו מהם ימים, we have to just tap into the power of these days, to recognize what these days are about. כי אם זוכרים את החטא העגל, if Tamid, if we remember that Chet Egel will remember to take advantage. And the more we get ourselves ready, the more tshuva we can be zochet to. Right? Like the like the the Dubna uh, Magid said, we have to be the ani outside the door. We have to be pacing. We have to be knocking. We have to be asking, and we have to prepare ourselves. Remember the Ksava Kabbalah we like to mention at the end of Parshas Mishpatim. Where he talks about the Ish Ocheles Besochahar, the consuming fire. Hashem is described as a consuming fire at Har Sinai. Why? Because the Ksava Kabbalah explains beautifully that Maimon Har Sinai was not an equal experience for everyone. It wasn't an equal experience. It was whoever prepared themselves, whoever prepared themselves for uh, the the uh, experience. You know that was that was the um, how much the experience was. He says just like. By different items, uh, they're, they're not combustible. They don't burn at the same speed. Paper and wood and rock and metal, depending on the combustibility of the item, that determines how fast they burn. So too, Maimon Arsinai, depending how spiritually combustible we made ourselves, that determined the experience itself. And therefore, says the Ksava Kabbalah, that's what we had to prepare ourselves for Maimon Arsinai. So I say we also have to prepare ourselves for the Yom Adin, the next uh, 40 days that we have. We have to make sure that we recognize the Gabbos. So in terms of in general preparing, but then uh, the Argadaya says on the last page, it says, what did we do during that time? It wasn't just tshuva, but what must have we done constantly over and over again? Tefillah. These are called days of prayer. We have extra days of prayer. Svarim start saying The whole idea of extra super tefillah was renewed at this time. We know Malachim don't have tefillah. They only have shira. But people have tefillah. We like Malachim. Only when we sinned and we fell and we had to come back. Just only through tefillah can we come back. To take us back. As a Hagdama, getting the Luchos back, we were given 40 days of Tefillah, 40 days of Tshuva, with the Yud Gimel Midos, the Huderech Avoda Chadasha, Shuagdama Lenesinas Haluchos Avoda Shal Tefillah. And that's what we did then, and that's what we fulfilled then. We have the Reboy Tefillah that this month is, is, uh, is about. And that's what we have more of, um, we're commanded to do more of, but also that's what we we uh, we need to do. We need to turn to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in tshuva, in tefillah, to try to make our shmon esrei a little longer, a little more kavana, a little more focused. That's what this time period is about. Yiratzon that we all gain the messages, and we're like the Dubna Maga, That mashal has to be forefront in our mind. We have to we have to shake the heavens and we have to bang the doors of Shemayim down. We need the loan. We need the loan. Please, please don't let don't let us go by without getting it. We don't want to just meet him on the street. We have to bang. We have to be there. Here at Zon, that we're zochet to fulfill these special days. Habalin Latova and Klai Yisrael in general. And the whole world is zochet to a shnas bracha, shnas shalom, shnas brius, a shana where HaKadosh Baruch removes the terrible plague once and for all and brings us geula b'mheir of Yemenu.